AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Ask Melvin anything. I know it's I know it's uh, springtime if Melvin starts recording outside. Yeah, a lot of activity right. in the house. All right, here we go. Hey there, everybody! Welcome to AMA. Uh, this is Mike, and I am with Melvin, who you can't see, but uh, like I just told him, uh, I know that uh, a sure sign of spring is I see Melvin outside under a big old tree. Um, I remember. A lot of those photos, Melvin, you would send me a lot of stuff from outside, either chasing a squirrel or watching a dog or or just throwing a stick at your neighbors. That's it, Mike. And, and uh, you know, I appreciate you and thank you for helping make the world a better place. And, and this is a great time of the year. You know, I've, I've been out here not just on, on podcast, on uh, working, doing trainings with folks all across the state of Texas, but I... I uh, had the opportunity and the privilege to be a participant in a couple of classes with the wizard academy and and so that that's a lot of good memories where i'd, I'd be out here under the the tree like you said and uh, might have had some purple kool-aid sure purple coffee I, I i misspoke there yeah understood yeah no no kool-aid for you i get it right. uh so uh what are we uh what are we dealing with today melvin what what are we solving for the rest of the country so this is a great time, you know, springtime, I think about this, you know, creativity. And right now, especially, it's World Creativity and Innovation Week, which oh. it starts every year on April 15th, which is Leonardo da Vinci's birthday. Wow. And so I've participated since the inception, you know, a couple of handfuls of years ago. And, you know, you can't know everything. So you're, you're going, wow, like you hadn't known this, Mike. But uh, I did not. Yeah, yeah. I did not know this. It's pretty slick, and I've been negligent. I apologize, but I will provide you some more information, and then you can get on the list and get some some uh, media coverage for your network. I think that would that be would cool. that would be lovely. We would lo- we would love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I had no idea that uh, there was a creativity week, and I certainly didn't know it was it. it, it surrounded leonardo da vinci's birthday so uh yeah that's that's pretty cool 
Yeah, so this went from last Friday to it goes through tomorrow. So next year it it it'll start on the fifteenth. So so it's okay. not not a yeah, I mean you, you understand that. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Uh well that's that it's fitting. Um it wait it goes through to so it goes through the twenty second? Yeah, maybe I got it wrong, but what's what's okay. the fifteenth? Count count seven days from the fifteenth. Go ahead, use your hands. That'd be the 22nd. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking because my anniversary is on the 23rd. So I, I was trying to incorporate, I don't know, I was doing a historical menage a trois, I guess, with Leonardo DiCaprio or something. Not DiCaprio, I'm sorry. Da Vinci. <laughs> you're scaring me, Mike. <laughs> Taking too many words. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about creativity then. So creativity. I... I grab some definitions from uh, big little breakthroughs. So it's a book sure. that, that I really enjoy. And, okay. and so they, they talk about imagination and that's defined as any new idea, creativity, a new idea that has some value artistic or otherwise, and then innovation, a creative idea that has utility. So we're, you know, we're talking about creativity, but I wanted to throw those other, other uh, words in the mix. And, and then, you know, I can't, hardly go through a day well i probably don't go through a day without mentioning peter drucker yeah and so uh, you know i i think about this and and i want to uh, implore you lovingly implore mike to do this he says every organization needs one core competence so peter drucker says every organization so rogue media yeah needs one core competence innovation. And then he goes on to explain um, how those uh, there's seven sources for innovative opportunity. And I'll, I'll share this with you, Mike, because I know you're going to gonna you want to look at it. So I do. one yeah. of those sources, seven sources is unexpected occurrences. These often include failures and then incongruities. And, th you know, those could be like, huh, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Another one would be process needs. Another one, changes in industry and market structures. Another one, demographic changes. Then we continue on to changes in perception. And then it rounds out number seven is new knowledge. So, so every organization has to have innovation. And then he, he lays out those seven uh, opportunities. So uh, you know, I thought those were pretty neat. So... Every organization needs to have one of those. Is that no, is that what you every, said? It needs to have one core competence. Okay. Innovation. And then okay. he goes on to, to show seven sources of innovation. So our uh, oh, you know, unexpected nice. occurrences, you know, and these are just the order he put them in. Unexpected occurrences. And these often include failures is what he writes. So, so Yeah. I think you and I have talked about failure as part of innovation before. Um, it, without failure, you, you you don't learn anything. Right. And so um, I think failure, I, I think it was Steve Jobs that talked about failure and how uh, it was so important to fail so many times so that they knew what success looked like. Right. You know, you know if you know, people listen to this, they'll, they'll have remembered yesterday, uh, the starship what happened with that on its launch yeah yeah blew right up about three minutes into it they had yeah. a, 
a rapid unplanned deconstruction. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to refer to a, uh, a ship blowing up in midair. Right. So, so, uh, you know, I, I think about creativity, those definitions on, on different terms. And then I want to throw in, I'm just got a, a hodgepodge of things here, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, Met, Bob Metcalf. You've heard that name. I have heard that name, but I don't know from where. So he invented ethernet. Oh, so okay. back in the day. Uh, so, so networking topology. And so ethernet, when we got that, it, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if you ever were on token ring. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, sure. so, so what a mess. <laughs> what a pain. Oof. So this guy squirted it out from his brain, out from his brain. <laughs> and, and invented Ethernet. And so speaking so, of creativity. Right. So so I I have a, a quote from him here that I want to share. Okay. I, I have to share it. It's so cool. He's Bob Metcalf. I saw that there listen to me laughing. I can't hardly see it. <laughs> I saw that there are people who will connive against innovation. They're hostile to it. And that has shaped my behavior ever since. Wow. And then he, he goes out and he says, In, invention is a flower. Innovation is a weed. So that, that innovation, people would get hives about it. You know, they, he said his words were, the, they would connive against innovation. Uh, yeah, that, that makes total sense, though, because when you think about innovation, innovation can be, well, honestly, I think about AI and the different ways of doing things that we're currently going through as a society. Right. You know, the AI portion of it is the innovation, and that's why you see so many people railing against it. You know, right. I'm sure it was the same with the buggy whip and all of that stuff. You know, yep, crazy um, stuff. New things come out, new ways of doing things. People are set in their ways, so they're going to rail against anything new. That, that makes total sense. It does. Hey, yeah. another thing I want to share with you on this, Mike. Yeah. Uh, a study that was done in 1968 by George Land. So, you know, years ago, but it's still relevant. Yeah. So, Just like me, years ago, but still relevant. So he gave 1600s, 1,600 five-year-olds a creativity test. And so this test was the same one used by NASA to select innovative engineers and scientists. So the same okay. test. Okay. 1600 five-year-olds he retested the same children when they were 10 years old in 1973 and again at 15 years old at in 1978 okay okay so yeah i'm going to read you the stats so at five years old 1600 tested in the year 1968 highly creative was the score that 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 they they uh uh kept up on on all of these years so highly creative 98 percent okay of the 1600 children 10 years old 16 the same 1600 in 1973 30 percent scored in the highly creative wow yeah now get ready for this mike 15 years old same 1600 in 1978 12 percent scored in the highly creative well, that shows you how uh, life beat you down, huh? Well, so he, he says, this is a quote. He says, what we concluded, wrote Land, is that non-creative behavior is learned. From this and similar research, we can conclude that creativity is therefore not learned, but rather unlearned. Yeah. And that, that makes total sense, though. Um, I'm excited because you're, you're an artist. 
and, and what you do in your current business. And, you know, you taught art in school before, right? I did teach art. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, it, it's a tough field. Um, right. I was never one of those people, though, that's like, oh, I'm an artist, you know, that kind of thing. I, I think a lot of people use it as a crutch. Um, my LinkedIn profile, Mike, because I put artist on mine. <laughs> well, speaking of people using it as a crutch, um, no, I think that there's a lot of folks out there that they're like, uh, oh, no, 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 I can't do regular things. I'm an artist. You understand? Oh, I'm, a, I'm an I old soul. That. I'm one of those, you know. Right. Dude, we all live together. You can you can be an artist and be productive also. Right. You know, we don't we don't need to we don't all need to support you. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, art is, I think art's super important to a society, number one. Uh, but art and innovation and creativity don't always go hand in hand in hand. Correct. Yeah, I, I, uh, oh, think about creativity for, for uh, a huge part of my life. I knew I wasn't creative, you know, and I, it's quote into quote new because I, was not musically inclined, artistically inclined, but creativity right. is so much more, you know, I've come to understand. Absolutely. You know, you, you've seen it in, in, in uh, making connections. That's creative. You know, you, the, the things that, that uh, each of us has done in, in, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I was going to say in business, you've done more business than I have, but let, you know, I could, I could show you things that I did as a Marine that were creative because I did things that had never been done before. So, so, but you do the same thing in, in business. Well, I think, I think, <laughs> I think that, uh, people don't know what all you do. You, I think, uh, you, you are pretty productive also in business, but in different ways. Um, you work for an influential company, you uh, you have done a lot of like local politics and, and fundraising and things like that. I mean, that that's a special skill that I don't necessarily have. Um, so you being innovative in those areas or being creative in those areas, I think, takes uh, takes a different talent than than a lot of us have. I don't know that I would get along too well helping with local politics. Right. Yeah. One day, maybe you'll mellow out. Yeah, it could be. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't, it, I don't think it's likely, but sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go along with you on that. All right. Yeah. I think all of us have some creativity in our bones. You know, it's, um, I think it's a lot of the times people don't want to give into their creative side. Cause I think they're a either scared of it or B they think, you know, I need to pay my bills. How can I be creative? You know, I, I, I don't, I don't need to worry about that part. And I think that's how it dies. Right. You know, does that, does that make sense? Sure. 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 Um, it's kind of like, it reminds me of like Peter Pan, you know, <laughs> if you don't think about Peter Pan, they all die. You know I mean? It's, it, they, they disappear if you, if you forget about them. Right. And so I think creativity is kind of that way to a certain extent. Is that, is that really stupid or does that make sense? Uh, I wouldn't say you're stupid out loud, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, not, no, in front of, not in front of the visitors. Yeah, I get it. Point. Yeah, it works. It works. Yeah. I mean, if you if you push it down, it's it, I can tell you as far as art goes, um, you know, I love to draw. I, I, I like to paint. I have a little bit of a problem with that. But 
Um, I like to be creative in those ways, but I push it down all the time because there's stuff to do, right. you know? And so the, the, the further you get away from it, the harder it is to get started again. So um, I, I try to do something creative all the time. Uh, I, I fail a lot, but that's okay. That's okay. As long as I keep trying, you know, at least the spark of Tinkerbell is still in my brain. <laughs> eh, that'll work. <laughs> all right. So tell me what you've been reading this week, Melvin. Mike, been busy. So um, I've, I've been back in The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. You know, gotcha. our, our good friend Casey, he and I are working on some things. And so he, are you? he yeah, two weeks ago, he bought the book, Mike. Oh, so hard. That's topic. Great. We can, that's great. We can uh, have conversations and, you know, go back and forth and, and uh, uh, keeping up with things in there. And then I've, I've also pulled out Da Vinci and the 40 Answers, which was oh. Mark Fox. You met Mark Fox. Which, I did. Yeah. yeah. So he's a rocket scientist, literally. Wow. And, and so I needed to look that book up and, and go back into it because Da Vinci's, Leonardo Da Vinci's birthday. Yeah. And then I pulled out How to Think Like Leonardo Da Vinci by Michael, Michael J. Gleb, which uh, I read it a couple of times through the years. I've had it for you know, a long time. And, and it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, how, how to think the, the use the thought processes that he right. had used. And then I, I have a, uh, it's the treasures of Leonardo da Vinci. So it, it's, it's a crazy thing. I, I I'll describe it to you and then I'll show it to you sometime, Mike. And okay. It's a, a, uh, journal. It's, it's, uh, probably three inches thick and, and it's big, bigger than a, a, uh, Bread box. a book and you open it and there's, it's glossy pages and it, it has some of his writings in it. And then it has, uh, authentic replications of journals and of papers and of different things. So you, they're not all together. You just flip through it and you're looking through uh, this, this well, you know, beautiful book and you can pull out these things and look at them and you know, you can't read them because he, he was left-handed and he wrote backwards and upside down. That is, that is using every part of your brain. And so I, you know, it, it's, I couldn't read it anyway. Yeah. So, so those were the things I was looking at this week, Mike. That's fantastic. So um, I, I love the fact that you brought up creativity and, and I, I like the way that you theme these things. Um, creativity is one of those things that, that I often miss, you know, when I don't do it. And so uh, in my job, I am lucky enough to uh, be able to use some creativity and creating shows and artwork and stuff like that. But uh, it's not for me. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's there. There is a difference there between the stuff you do for yourself and the stuff you do for others. Sure, sure. So, um, yeah, I, I think you have inspired me to go draw something. So, cool. <laughs> maybe some flies or something. You know? I get to see them later, right? Yes, sir. All right. So, uh, last thought, Melvin. What you got? Last thought, and this is from Albert Hubbard, which wrote he wrote a message to Garcia, which I referenced yeah. previously and all that. But so yeah. this thing is so cool, Mike. He says to avoid criticism, do nothing, say nothing and be nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely correct. Um, if you can't take criticism, just sit there like a lump, you know, um, criticism, criticism is one of those things that can be, uh, it can be positive. It can be negative. And yeah, well, he, uh, he's saying in this, Mike, he's saying to avoid criticism. So, so yeah, nobody's going to criticize you. 
Yeah, if you do nothing. You're nothing, yeah. you're saying nothing, and you're being nothing. Right, right. I'm just saying, you know, it, it's it's all in the way you look at it, though. Yeah. Uh, criticism can be a positive thing if you look at it correctly. Sure, sure. So, All right, buddy. Well, uh, uh, sage words as always. Um, I appreciate you taking the time. Hey, I appreciate you, Mike, and thanks. You know, let's make the world a better together. You got it, buddy. All right, we'll go uh, go feed your tree or something behind you. Seventy-five cent Dairy Queen ice cream cone. That's what I saw. Thank you so much for letting me know about that. I'll get that on the way home. Right. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.